You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Let's read from 2 Kings chapter um, 6. And then we just want to continue. Hallelujah. I want to begin to talk about pictures. 2 Kings chapter 6. Are you there? Okay, I want to read from... Um, let's start from verse 8. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel. 2 Kings 6, 8. And took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall my camp be. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou passest not such a place, for thither the king of Syria are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place where the man of God told him and warned him of, and saved himself not once, not twice. That means this happened severally. Then the heart of the king of Syria was so troubled for this thing, for this thing. And he called the servant and said unto them, Will you not show me which one of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, that none, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. Hallelujah. What a remarkable CV of a man. Um, <laughs> when the king of Syria said that, so, you know, the Bible says, every time he had a plan, then he will say to his servant that, you know what, we are going to pitch our tents here, waiting for Israel to pass by and then catch them on away. But for some reasons, it will, then the plan will, it will and then it will, it will do it, they will stay there, and then they wouldn't see the king of Israel coming. And then they say, hey, hey, there's somebody, there's a traitor in the army. Somebody is telling Israel to avoid our trap. And one of the servants said, no, 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 king, none of us, there's no traitor here. But there is a prophet. <laughs> Amen. But see, they, they, when he said that, which one of us, I guess, he must be looking at Naaman. Because this is chapter 6. The chapter preceding the chapter, chapter 5, you know, Naaman went to Elisha to be healed of his life. And Naaman was the commander-in-chief of the army of the king of Syria. Are you getting the point? So your commander-in-chief of, <laughs> of Nigerian army went to a prophet in Ghana to be healed. And now Nigerian, problem, Nigerian president is having a problem with Ghana. And he's saying that so somebody is spying on us here. He must have been thinking that, I hope it's not you, Naaman. And then so the servant said, no, 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 king. We don't have traitors here. But there is a prophet. When you are in your room and you are planning and you are scheming and you are talking about what to do, a prophet has the ability to hear what you are saying in your bedroom. And the king said, wow, really? So what's his name? He said, it's called Elisha, the one that healed your servant of his leprosy. And then the king said, if that guy had a bit of sense, he shouldn't have done what he did next. They told you a man could hear your whisper in your room. You still want to attack that kind of man. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, one day I was driving around Lagos and I saw uh, somebody, I think that somebody bashed somebody's car or so. And the guy came down from the car, one of these downfall boys, and he took a bottle of star from his car and broke it on his own head. The opponent just saw, said, you see, I no fight again. <laughs> you know, it just demos. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Let's read further. 
He said, go spy where he is that I may send and fetch him. And it was so, saying, behold, he is in Dothan. Next verse. Therefore sent he neither horses and chariots and great oaths, and they came by night and compassed the city about. Verse 15. And when the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning, and gone forth, behold, the host compassed the city with both chariots and horses. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Next verse. And the answer said, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. It is good to pause a little to explain this. Words are very important in the Bible and terms being used. If they not say that they that be with us are more than them. I think I explained that on Wednesday. He saw a host around them. He saw soldiers who have come up against them. And he said that they that be with us. Every Christian must understand there are they that be with you. And whatever position you are facing, whatever problem, it's not the problem. There are they that be with the problem. When we prophesy, when we quote scriptures, when we stand by the Spirit, what we do first of all is to remove the strength that is supplying the opposition that you see. Everything opposing a child of God, every challenge is being fueled by something invisible, though the problem is visible. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. Many times people with cancer have been prayed for with a demon being cast out, and then the cancer will disappear after some weeks. Many times, when you see things against you, look beyond what you see. There is an unseen force sponsoring that same thing that you see. Did you get that? So Elijah understood that to defeat this army is not a problem. It's not the army. There are those that have been with the army. You are seeing a physical army, but something made these soldiers to come. When you switch off from, when you switch them off from the source, the power will drop. So he said, they that be with us. Thank God there are they that be with us. The Bible says, as mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord's round about his people. And the Bible says, angels of the Lord encamp round those who fear him. There are they that be with us. But what I want to say briefly is the fact that there is a link between the natural life and the spiritual life or the supernatural and that there is a link. That is faith. And it functions by the way of pictures that you see in your spirit, man. Praise the Lord. Oh, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So I'm going to continue second service. But I just want to, uh, this is just introduction. Don't worry, you will live long and I will live long. So we are going to go a long way. Are you following me? Because we must understand this. Then something happens. Um, and he answered, fear not, they that be with us. And then Elijah, Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. Now, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. When David said to Goliath, thou comest against me with spear and sword. But I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. First Samuel 17. He said, the God of the army of Israel that you have defied. And he said, today, I will take off your head. Somehow, David saw Goliath physically, but he saw victory over Goliath before the battle started at all. The picture was so clear that he told Goliath the nature of his death. That when I bring you down, I'm going to cut off your head. And the Bible says there was no sword in the hand of David. Are you following what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. What, how, what makes our people, how can they point 
how can they point a gun? Like I told you, what, what they came to someone's house, eight flats, and they raided the rest of the flats. And himself and his wife began to pray. When they were hearing gunshots in their compound, and a word came. Now, that scripture does not exactly fit into, or that's not exactly what that scripture is saying. It just heard, the thief cometh not. <laughs> the Bible says, the thief does not come but to steal. So, King James put it in the way that the, king, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But that was the way the word appeared that the thief cometh. So, he told his father, the thief cometh not. They raided other apartments and skipped the apartment because he said the thief coming on. It shows the strength of a word from God. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. But this is what I just want to say today. If the scripture stops at the level of quoting in your mouth, it cannot produce results until it becomes a picture in your heart. So we don't speak from our lips. We speak from a settled picture by the revelation of the Holy Spirit from our hearts. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. So, two men, uh, and you will respond uh, to what you see based on the level that you are spiritually. I don't have enough time to go into that this morning. Uh, the scripture, one day, and pay attention there, Moses and Joshua were coming down from the mountain. If you remember the story of the golden calf, when Aaron made the calf and the people started worshiping, as soon as they were coming down from the mountain, Moses said, I hear a sound. And Joshua said, I can hear the sound also. Then Joshua interpreted, he said, there is war in the camp. And Moses said, mm, the sound I am hearing does not look like that of people crying for defeat or people shouting for victory. He said, he's singing and dancing I'm hearing. Why did Joshua first of all say war? He was a soldier. Moses told him, I can see people dancing. You know why Moses said that? Before he came down, <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Are you following me? Every time Joshua followed Moses to that Mount Oreb, or every mountain scene that they were climbing, there was a particular plane, particular level, that Joshua couldn't go beyond. He could not handle the glory beyond that level. So only Moses, so Moses will leave him at a certain level on the mountain and Moses alone will go higher. One of the days as Moses was fellowshipping with the Spirit of God, and that's what I want to end this message with, the Lord said to Moses, the people you brought out of Egypt have turned to idolatry. So Moses knew exactly what was going on in the valley. But when he said, I hear sound, Joshua said, there. So I said, no, this is not what these people dancing. Now, two people were standing together. They heard the same sound, but they gave it different interpretations. Now, one spoke from experience. One spoke by revelation. Every now and then, everything you see around your life, you will always, you will always define them by, from, by your experience or describe them by your experience or by revelation. Are you, are you with me? Experience causes the problem to stay. Revelation does something about it. But Revelation takes you into divine plan and what God has done about that situation. I get what I'm saying. And sure enough, when they got to the valley, Joshua saw that Moses was right. Because Moses spoke exactly what God told him on the mountain. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so in this story, because very quickly I'm going to go to Abraham. My time is always jumping. So it's actually 19 minutes more. In this story... 
Amen. Abraham, in this story, um, Elisha came out. The servant, first of all, came out and he saw a horse rounding. And he said, Ah, we are surrounded. What shall we do? Or how shall we do? And I've explained that. How shall we do? He didn't say, What shall we do? He said, How shall we do? King James is right. Because he knew what to do. What to do was to run away. What he did not know was how to run away. Since they were surrounded already. So they, they time, so he used the right word. Master, I know we are supposed to run, but they are all over us. I don't know. So he asked the question, how shall we do? Which is superior to what shall we do? <laughs> Amen. And then Elisha said, with audacity. One of the things I'm seeking for, how do saints of God get to this point? When you are so alert in the spirit, when you are so conscious of the realm of the spirit, when you are so conscious of Jesus Christ, that the problems of this world, they disappear in his sight. Water was entering both. They woke up Jesus. They said, we are perishing. And he just said, peace. Just one word. What gives men this kind of audacity? They see the invisible. Elisha just woke up like that guy also. As the guy ran, you will expect Elisha to say, oh, really, let us pray. But it, the guy was just ready. The force that came out of his lip, they that be with us. He saw, one saw the soldiers and trembled. One saw the soldier and just said that this is just a game. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Then you will always find the answer in between. What, what separated these two guys? Remember, at the end, now see, when he said pray, next verse. Elijah prayed and said, Oh Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. Not that he did not say, open our eyes. His own eyes were already opened. So he could see. But he wanted this guy to see what he was seeing. No matter you teach the word of God, if you don't pray for spiritual enlightenment, people will not see what you are saying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, he said, when I heard of your faith, from verse 15, he said, I cease not to pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ that I will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of him so that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you might know the hope of his calling upon your life spiritual illumination is very important so Elisha said Lord I cannot explain to these people I cannot explain to this guy the source of my confidence I cannot explain to this guy why I am not running I can only say that Lord please open his eyes and the Bible says now pay attention what he saw you know that they are talking together, right? Elisha said, Master, we are trying. He said, no, don't worry. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. He said, Lord, open his eyes to see. But when the guy saw, look at what he saw. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw, and behold, the mountains, the mountain was full of horses and chariots and of fire round about who? Two of them. <laughs> you see, this is the same principle that will come to play when rapture will happen. The Bible says two shall be in the field. One shall be taken. Physically, you think we are all seated together here. In the realm of the spirit, there are gaps between us. The guy never saw chariots of fire around the two of them. He saw it around Elijah. That means he was defenseless. You know why? The Bible says he that breaketh the hedge, the serpent will bite. Yeah? Exercises 10 8. It that breaketh the edge. How do you break the edge? Number one, the edge is created by the words of your mouth, God's word in your mouth. And the edge is also broken by words of fear in your mouth. When the servant became afraid, 
the chariots and the horses around them left him, but they did not leave Elijah. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am going to say that this is why fear not six times in the Bible. God, the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit cannot function when saints are afraid. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the supernatural is activated with boldness. Those who come out to declare boldly that the needs will be met, it will happen. Those who are afraid that if they say so and it doesn't come to us, something will happen, that fear will keep it from coming. Hallelujah. If somebody gets what I'm saying, hallelujah. What you say? <laughs> Amen. I'm sure the guy must have been, wow. So, even though they were standing together, Elisha being in faith was surrounded. The guy being in fear had no form of defense around him. But Elijah helped him out by asking God to open his eyes. It's a prayer that we need to pray regularly. But boldness, seeing into the invisible, they happen. I'm not saying actually seeing a vision or trance or open vision. But being able to see your spirit, the victory of the Lord, as opposed to challenges around, they come by a man, being a man of prayer, and what will happen when you pray? I want to show you Genesis chapter 15. And then I'll close with it. Genesis 15. Let, let's look at the father of faith, Abraham. Something happened to Papa Abraham. Genesis 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. Everybody say word. If your Bible is yours and it's not borrowed and it's not on a tab, mine is on a tab, can you underline that word, word? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you let me say to your neighbor, God's visions are in his words. When your eyes are open to the scriptures, you will see the visions of God. There is a way you can read a scripture. This is why it's important to meditate. You say, I have to patiently discuss this I'm saying with you. There is a way you can read scripture religiously for devotion for what they call quiet time and read. You are reading. But that reading does, is not equal to the word of God coming to you. There is a higher level where you are taken into a journey into the word. Where there is a revelation. God speaks to you directly from his word. That one sticks to your spirit. It becomes a picture that nothing can dissolve. Are you following me? So, Study for devotion, study for quiet time. Listening to me as I'm preaching now is a step into something. It is not that something itself. That's why some people will hold their Bible in their hand and begin to pray that, Lord, open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes that I may see. When my wife and when we're trusting God for the fruit of the womb, there was a scripture I saw. I almost somersaulted on my seat. Shortly after that, my friend, it's not trying to form something. My friend called. It does from somewhere. He just said, as we just, he just said it. You see, when this thing, when you find it, you are not conscious of trying to be correct with your terms again. It has taken root in your spirit. It will come out naturally. He just said it suddenly that, so as a wife taking it now, Yes came out of my mouth before I thought about it. On the strength of the scripture I found. I did not plan to say yes. But the word, oh, is somebody hearing me? So faith is not an effort. 
It's a spiritual force that when it is there, it will come out. David was not trying to believe. To now try to say that, you say, I'm going to conquer Goliath. And then say it ten times. I'll conquer Goliath. I'll conquer Goliath. I'll conquer Goliath. Greater is it that I'll conquer Goliath. The thing came out naturally. And I'm going to show that it has a lot to do with your fellowshipping with God. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, is somebody with me? <laughs> Amen. This is, you know what I've just said now. Praise the Lord. So it's not an effort. The effort is in the place of prayer. When your eyes are open to a word from God, to a word from God, when they wanted to go to Canaan land, Bishop Oedeko went to check the land. And when he saw the land, that's why people hate the man. So when you are strange, everybody will hate you. People will say all kinds of things. In a nation, when everybody is poor and you are rich, they wait you. Whether you're a pastor or wherever you are, it's like that. People want everybody to be at their level. It's the truth. Yeah. It's it just now. I'm not a member of Winners. I'm just saying tomorrow, if you rise to a level that intimidates people, they will start with you. It's the same thing. Yeah. Jesus was very controversial when he was alive. So don't think that anybody like, no, if they all love Jesus, they wouldn't crucify him. So all these things, people sit down and just be like, ah, what are you saying? See, <laughs> all that matters is make sure you are a man of integrity with purity in your heart. But no matter what, if you rise high in life, you will have enemies. People are comfortable with you when you are at their level. That's the truth. Hope you know that. Yeah. I was shocked that the greatest, anti- those who attack musicians most are other musicians who are not as popular as them. I saw one in the shop one day and he just took on, I don't listen to secular songs, but the guy just started with whiskey and he said all sorts. And I looked at his album. That no wonder, I don't think your family will even buy your album. He knew so much and he was talking about how music should be done. And I was in my head that if you knew that, I wonder why you are here. They are playing somebody's song on TV and he started. Oh, what are they singing? What are they singing? Said, so this is how song should Oh, really? You know so. <laughs> we remain small. Because you will hate knowledge and think you know. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Now, I only sing gospel songs, but I learn from people. I just watch. I just watch. I just wonder in life why it's so difficult for people to learn. They just want to talk. At times in life, you'll be taught by those who are not as smart as yourself. You'll be smart enough to learn what you should learn. It's, important, it's very important. We have to keep learning. If the only lesson you will learn from a fool is not, to, not how not to be foolish, learn it. Yeah. <laughs> are you with me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, I hate to. My time is rushing. I'll see the bit. I was. I was uh, eh? Okay. I want to. The Lord said to Abraham. The Bible said the word Lord came about in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy great reward. Next verse. And Abraham said, Thank God that in the place of oh, oh Lord Jesus, I'm going to in the place of see, there is prayer. And I led it to something on Wednesday. If I have time, we'll do a bit of it now. There is prayer of requests. First Timothy chapter 2, talks about different types of prayer. Verse 1. Paul said, I exhort the first of all that men pray, and he said that uh, prayer, supplication, intercession, giving of thanks, be made for all men, for the kings and those who are authority that might lead a peaceable and quiet like, peace, quiet like something like that. Yeah. 
So there, there are different types of prayer. There is intercession, supplication, prayer of faith, giving thanks. And the Bible talks about the prayer of faith will save the sick, all kinds. But there is also what is called fellowshipping with God, which starts somehow from worship. It, it involves a combination of two things. Worship and speaking the word of God over yourself. You are not particularly asking God for anything. You are creating an atmosphere for the Spirit of God to speak. Every voice has a channel. So you will not watch. Like we are playing, my team is playing what for today. And victory is certain. You know. <laughs> anyway, you, you understand. Now, they are not going to show that match on African magic. If I want to watch the match, I have to go to super sports. Two to three, preferably, to see the match. If I want to watch La Liga, they don't show La Liga on two to three. They have to go two to seven. Every voice. So the Spirit of God also, you have to build an atmosphere at times for you to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. So in Old Testament, when they kidnapped David's family, he took Urim and Turim. And he said, give me an effort. Effort was a kind of clue. And they brought it. And he began to say, Lord, then he heard pursue, overtake, and thou shalt recover. But that happened when he first of all, he stopped crying, then he brought those things. The same way when a saint wants to hear God on a matter, all of his promises are in his word. But to know the specific one for this moment, that is what is called Rema. There are many scriptures. Now, you, you, oh God, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So many promises in the word of God. Which one applies to you right now? When you need a miracle at the moment. Then it has to move from scripture to rhema. To a voice from the word of God coming directly to you. So you know this is what God is saying. So when they moved to Canaan land. Bishop Edipo said. He got there and he saw the distance between that and town. And it's how the people come from town. You are permitted when you are in the presence of God to ask questions. And you can even pray out your doubt. Discuss with God. In the presence of God, you are totally vulnerable. Until he empties all doubt out of you. Because when he speaks a word to you, to shut down that doubt. But if you keep it inside and you are pretending to be who you are not, in his presence. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Okay, so, then he read. As he was praying. And he was praying. He will go to that forest that time. And he will be praying all night long there, walking up and down. Wonder what will make a, a sensible person to enter his car and drive from Lekki from Ikeja from Sue Lady to face that place. Last time I went there, it took us almost two hours to get there. What would make somebody in his right mind on a Sunday morning to bypass us and be driving to the place? Then the scripture came. As he was praying, then the Lord told him from the scripture, I think the last verse of Mark chapter 1. Jesus, Bible says, and he was in the wilderness and they came to him from every quarter. The Bible says, when thou hast seen it, there is a reward. When he saw it, he told the pastor that we are going to that place. He said, everybody will leave town and come there. Every manifestation is built on one truth revealed by the word. The Bible says, John was in the wilderness and they were coming from every quarter. And the Lord just quoted that scripture and stamped it on the spirit. And that is the strength of what they have now. There are about 300,000 people now. In my estate, when you see a lamp in the morning, 5 a.m., you know where they are going to. Honestly, I asked myself, that, sorry, are these people normal? 5 a.m. And we are talking about rich men, landlords in my area. Ed Lamb, they are going to Canaan land. And people go from Aja to that place. 
every Sunday. The word. Any other person you try it, that's the end of your church. <laughs> it will be where you and your family gather. Because the Bible says, by faith, Israel crossed the sea. The Egyptians attempted it and they were drowned. If you try what men... <laughs> are, you, are you following me? In Kenneth Egi, Kenneth Copeland's meeting one day, a woman was there. She was saying the word. After, the, after many days, she saw a word. And she said, Lord, thank you, Amin. And the Spirit spoke to her. If you believe you are here, tell your driver to go. Because driver used to come and take after the service, park her inside the car to take her home. So, so driver came and said, go home. I'll come and meet you at home. She made that statement by faith. And the driver left. And she came to the house, walking on her two feet. That was, that was the end of that affliction. I think the conference was for about seven days. On the fifth day, she gave the testimony. Another woman that was crippled, they also told her driver, go home. <laughs> The driver came back after three hours, come back and pick her. Because she, you know, that's what the Bible says, by faith, Israel crossed the Red Sea. Pharaoh saw it. They thought it was by one formula, and they were drowned. You cannot repeat in the flesh what people do in the spirit. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. When that guy called me, said, so is your wife pregnant? I said, yes. And that was the month she got pregnant. Nine months after that, I was shocked at the way I answered the guy. They call and make him today. Just two things. And I'll close this in. This Bible says that. Be filled with the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5. What verse is that? Verse 18 or what? Give us Ephesians 5. Is it 18 or 23? Which one? I'll close with this now. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands on your seat and just bless the name of the Lord. Is someone blessed this morning? Just lift up here. In just the beginning, we'll look at stories upon stories. The Bible says, be not drunk with wine. Where is his excess? But be filled with the Spirit. Now, stop. Look at this. Next verse. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking. I told those three things on Wednesday. How do you get filled with the Spirit? Number one, speaking. Number two, singing. They are all there. Speaking to yourself in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing. And making money in your heart. The last one, giving thanks. Next verse. Giving thanks. Oh, the Bible says, I pray that men lift up holy hands. There are things that are more, more powerful at times than your seven days of trying to do dry. Fasting is a compulsory cause in the kingdom, no doubt about that. We fast a lot, but I'm just saying, learn these things. Apostle Paul said that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit by speaking, singing, and giving thanks. So sometimes you are in your house, you can practice this every day. Learn to sit down on a seat in one corner. Lift up your two hands. Begin to speak his words. The spirit of God responds to the word of God. Follow it with singing and follow it with giving thanks. Or you can do it anywhere. You can start with giving thanks. And then you can begin to speak. Mighty things do happen in that kind of atmosphere. Where you are speaking. Greater is it that is in me than the one that is in the world. You are in your room alone. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So my rent is taken care of. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It is impossible for customers not to come to my shop. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ. I know I'm getting married this year. because And you look for scriptures about this. You are speaking. And then your hands are up. Father, bless your name because your word is true. Glory to your name. And you are praying in the spirit. And then you are singing. Moments like that, the anointing takes over. Many of us truly pray. 
But we don't experience the power in the place of prayer because your prayer is full of requests. You wake up in the morning and you tell God 10 things you should do during the day. The most powerful types of prayer, they are the types that they involve participation. Remember I showed you last week, the most important thing to God is that man fellowships with him. He created Adam for that reason because angels can never, there's no angel never that can say I love you to God. They are not permitted to say such. It does not exist in their realm. I worship you the best they can say and they serve you. Only mortal men can say I love you. Because only you can fellowship with the Father. Angels cannot. They can worship, but they cannot fellowship. That's why they cannot call him Father. But we can say Father. And honestly, he loves to hear it. When you are praying the Spirit, you say Father. You, then your spirit man is beginning to be phytoned by the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, there is a word. Then you can hear his voice. This is how to hear the voice where it is not difficult. Then he quickens a scripture in your heart. You know without a shadow of that. I told you before, this is one of my relatives, my, my, my brother, my own brother. I have two brothers before me. The first one was not in a relationship. The second one, we went for his engagement, introduction in his house, and they chose uh, December for the wedding, around May. And the first born was not even in a relationship at all. Then he got hold of one scripture. As we come from introduction, he said that, ah, wonderful introduction, but my wedding will come first. We went, we came to Lagos to visit the second bonds, uh, our second bonds fiancé, the family. And family introduction. So on that day, they picked December for the wedding. As we were going back to our Belkuta from Lagos, my brother kept saying in the car, our firstborn, that my own wedding will be before his own. Even though it was not in a relationship and we had done introduction for the second one. But you know what? November, I got my second one, got married December. So in my house, we had two weddings, 29 days in between. Wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you, someone else can just wake up in the morning and say, actually, I will get married. <laughs> but you see, when you see it, so all I've just told you today is to create an atmosphere for it to be seen. This is powerful. At times, when you do what I've just said, and you feel the anointing right there where you are. And then you know that spiritual things are not mysteries. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift up your hands again and just worship Him. You can start by speaking words, scriptures that you know, or you can start by singing a song. You can sing in tongues. You can also give thanks. If you don't know what to say, just say, Father, I thank you. Oh, you are awesome in all your ways. I give you praise. Thank you for making my life wonderful. Thank you for so much grace at work in my life. Thank you, Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Give him praise for the finished work. Everything is done. Oh, I thank you for mercy, for grace. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for direction, for leading. Just worship Him. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Oh, we wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. I wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. Let's sing it. I wait on you. 
wait on you. We wait on you. We wait on you. Worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. We worship you. Everyone, lift up your hands and sing. Let's sing it two more times. I worship you. Last time, let's sing it. We worship you. 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 As you pray, you can listen with your spirits. I open up my heart to you. Thank him because he's the one that teaches you to profit and leads you in the way that you should go. Oh, you are my shepherd and I know. You are my shepherd. I'm not without direction. I'm not without direction. We give you praise, we give you praise. Blessed be your name, blessed be your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give my lava go salama dalava. Hallelujah, belongs to you. My hallelujah. Everyone here today, 
May you experience the power of the Holy Spirit this week. Over the affairs of your life. In the name of Jesus. Souls that are troubled there this morning. Receive the peace of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray for divine intervention. For everyone that is sound of my voice. That the mighty hand of God will move on your behalf. And that the name of Christ will be glorified. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.